And now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. My guest is Joshua Lewis, author, clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, and conscious medium who created hope, which is helpers of paranormal entities. He dedicates his time to helping stuck spirits cross over as well as grieving people looking for closure. He uses a combination of intuitive abilities and the latest technologies available to capture evidence of the afterlife and communicate with spirits. Joshua, thank you so much for being my guest today and welcome. Thank you for having me, Jeff. It's awesome. It's an honor. All right, Joshua, let's just start at the beginning. How did you get interested in wanting to communicate with the afterlife in the first place? Well, it's a great question. Um, you know, and to save time, I'll kind of give you a very quick abridged version of that. Um, you know, I have a very troubled past. I talk about all of this stuff in my book, you know, finding hope in the afterlife. Um, I do, you know, talk about my crazy past and getting in trouble um, with the law and having um, addiction to, to alcohol and drugs. I'm very open about that. I don't hide any part of my story. Some people like to hide those things. I, I try to come out and talk about it because it's my experience, strength, and hope. Um, and that's all I can really share. You know, I can't act like I know it all. I just can share what I'm learning, what I'm going through. Um, it, it really started out as, as being kind of, you know, curious about really, I felt very spiritual. I had a very spiritual connection, um, after, um, you know, getting out of all the trouble that I was in. So it was kind of like a fresh start for me. And I was feeling very uh, connected to a higher power, not religious, nothing to do with religion. Um, but I wanted to know more of what was going on out there and what was, what was happening um, on the other side. And I didn't want to take show, you know, the shows and the movies and things as, as what they were saying, I wanted to find out myself. So, you know, we started watching different people, um, on YouTube and different things of what they were doing, um, kind of bumbling with different uh, contraptions and, and spirit boxes and recorders and stuff. And so I bought my own stuff. And my partner and I, Nikki and I, we went out to a cemetery and we started capturing voices saying, help me get out or, you know, um, we need light, you know, at, you know, looking for light. Um, we would get, you know, you know, we would get names and stuff and eventually, after doing that um, for a number of months, we worked with a medium and brought her out to these locations. And this woman was able to tell us without giving her and feeding her anything, she was able to tell us, um, you know, the names that we had, cut, you know, uh, captured from the recordings in those places. So there was something to it. And over time with working with this medium, um, we noticed that, you know, we were starting to pick up some stuff on our own. And then this medium said to Nikki and I, we, that we were both going to have this ability that was going to come about. And we both really doubted this woman. We doubted that that would be the case. That That's kind of crazy talk. You know, I mean, how are we going to now just become mediums and psychics? So what, that doesn't make sense. Um, I think we all have the ability. I think every human being has an ability to be intuitive and psychic on some level. Some, of course, it's easier uh, for others, they were born with, you know, born with that ability already brought out of them. Um, so one night I came home and and Nikki felt different. And I had talked to a friend earlier that day that his son had committed suicide. And that was a tough call to have. And I came home and she said, you talked to someone today that, that 
committed suicide or their son committed suicide. And she was dead on. I mean, she knew. So her ability came about and that was Christmas Eve. That was pretty crazy. Um, after doing that, working with her ability for, for a couple of months almost, and kind of just being in disbelief, um, she said that I was going to, you know, that mine was starting to come about. And then one day I felt different. I felt, I felt information coming to me that I, that I didn't know prior. And that was very strange because it was coming in as thoughts. It was coming in kind of quickly as thoughts. And so there was this moment of doubting and wondering, well, that can't be right. And then I would say it and it would be right. And it was crazy because I didn't know it before. So um, I started working with a woman called Deborah. Uh, her name is Deborah Lynn Katz, uh, PhD. She's an amazing woman. And together we'll be teaching a masterclass starting on April, uh, April 11th. Um, and it's really amazing. But at the time, I didn't know that was 10 years ago. And I didn't know, you know, what to do with this ability. I knew I had some kind of raw ability here and she worked with me, you know, for, you know, months in her level one, level two classes. And there were other students and I became kind of one of her star pupils, one of her, you know, best pupils in a sense. And I would do readings for her and she would do readings for me and we would kind of practice on each other. And I started then, um, you know, doing free readings for people. I did that for years. Just, you know, anyone that wanted a reading, I wanted to practice and I would give them a reading and it would be whether it was about their life or whether it was about communicating with someone that, you know, that passed on in their life. Um, the information was correct. And the same with, was, you know, was with Nikki. We both worked at um, um, a psychic hotline. You know, that sounds kind of weird and kind of hokey, but one of the biggest in the country um, we were hired on and it was a great uh, practice. It was a great opportunity to work with multiple people every day and get that kind of practice, even though it's really a tough thing. And it's, 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 uh, it's not something I recommend that, you know, psychics do work at one of these hotlines because you just kind of get people constantly coming and it gets tiresome, but we got to see our ability. We got to see what we could do. And now, you know, 10 years later, here we are, um, you know, she's kind of, you know, she's still a mom, you know, she's the, you know, the mother of my children and, and she's kind of taken a break, but I'm going full force and, and, and I still do, I do readings, I do box sessions for people. I do group sessions for people now where we have you know, 20 or so people in on a call and, and we'll ask for each loved one. Um, and then I'm doing, you know, I, I have the channel where I'm showing what I'm doing. Um, so it's just a, a wide gamut now that started from this little, you know, this, you know, this period where we were just trying to discover what, what was real. And now here I am, you know, doing, doing what I do. You never know where it will take you. That's great. Based on your research, what happens to people when they die? And are there a lot of stuck souls out there? So based on my research um, and what I have found, I don't claim to be an expert. I don't claim to, there's a lot that I'm just, I'm learning every day. Um, I'm, I'm learning more. And so what I'm sharing is really all that I've kind of learned up to this point in a sense, kind of to sum it up. Um, there's a number of different religions out there. There's a number of different beliefs and things like that. Everyone may, you know, everyone subscribes to different spiritual beliefs and things. Some people don't have any of that. They don't go, 
they don't have a belief in that. They just think that there's, you know, there is nothing, there is no God possibly, or there is, you know, we don't know. And so a lot of people don't like to ask those questions. Sometimes they kind of like, that's above my pay grade. I'm, I'm not going to worry about it, but I think it is important. I think we are supposed to discover this stuff. I think we are supposed to seek um, answers, you know, and, and, and ask some questions. So people that are dying, if they believed in a higher power, a power of a higher power of their own understanding, um, that's just a God of their understanding. That's nothing to do with religion. If they had a working relationship, conscious contact with a higher power, a faith in a higher power, those people have expressed, when I have reached out to them, they talk about the light. They talk about that they found it. They talk about joy, um, that they have some kind of godly experience, some kind of divine experience, that they've seen their loved ones, that they're, um, you know, again, living out some other kind of life now, that it's really wonderful. Um, so that's what you get when, you know, people had some kind of, you know, lived a good life, tried to do good in their life, tried to have a conscious contact with a God, non-religious, but just, you know, that's what I'm finding. Um, people that died traumatically, people that die young, um, early, quick, people that die um, that didn't believe in a God or, or was angry at God for whatever reason, um, these are people that are not talking about being in hell. No one has said, I'm in hell, I'm burning, the devil has got me. None of that. I don't get that. I get a lot of, they're in some kind of emotional place where they're still feeling some kind of pain. Not physical. Um, they're also not like screaming in agony. They're just kind of like, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm looking for light. I would like some light. I'd like to find the light. Um, can you help me? Or, you know, I'm sad. I'm angry at this. I miss my old life. Um, I miss this person. Um, and so those kinds of things will keep someone, I believe, when I say stuck, I don't mean that they're stuck trapped in a dark hole. It's more like they would like more in their afterlife, but they don't know what to do or where to find it or what's going on. You know, there's a little bit of a, um, and I find that they will be okay. They are okay. Um, but they have some time to work through whatever it is that they have to work through. That's why I suggest to people. That's why I show people. It's the whole point of, you know, I love helping the souls on the other side, but I love helping living people. I mean, that's really, you know, I'm living and we're, I'm still in this world. And, and so it's not about just about death. It's about living the right way so that if I could show the results of what I'm finding, good and maybe bad, I guess, or whatever you want to call it, um, people can make the changes accordingly in their lives to what, you know, a lot of people message me. They say, I'm afraid of death. I don't know what to believe. And I say, well, that's okay. That's fine. But, you know, start seeking a relationship with some kind of higher power that you're okay with. And that could be an avatar such as a Jesus, a Buddha, a Krishna, Nala, you know, there, the, we could use someone that was a representation of the divine and create and cultivate a wonderful relationship just as you and I are talking right now, you know, and, 
and that can happen. And that will open up doors that will really nothing to do with religion. That's what saves people. That's what helps. And, and, and looking to be a better person now today, a lot of people think you go to Sunday mass or, you know, if I do good, help someone give a little charity, but still live the way I want to live. I'm good. I'm saved. Or if I, if I just say, I accept Jesus Christ, I'm saved. Eh, You know, that's a good start, but you, you know, you, you don't get to kind of do whatever you want in this life. And then because your religion says, all you have to do is just say this name and you're okay. And then everything is wiped away. What you did, it doesn't work that way. You know, we are who we are in this life or in the afterlife than we are in this life. I know that some people are like, oh, yeah, right. No, it doesn't work that way. It does. It does. Um, from what I found, scientific findings are that every single month that I'm reaching out to someone privately or in the group, these people are receiving messages from their loved ones. And they're not demons pretending to be their loved ones. They're saying, I love you and keep praying to God and you know, keep finding the light and a lot of all positive 90 something percent of what I capture is positive. Um, so it's not some demon pretending to be their loved one and, and to suck them in later on. No, they're giving them wonderful. I miss you. I love you. I'm there. I see you. Don't forget to change your clocks back. Like they'll say things that are very, um, you know, letting you know that they're up to date with what's going on. You know, one woman, one guy said to his wife the other day through the box, he goes, you're out of milk, you know, and that, and she was out of milk, you know, I mean, she messaged me. Yes, I was out of milk, you know? So there's things that are going on. So there's a lot of positive, but uh, that is what I'm finding. That is what I'm finding. It's like, kind of like, I don't want to say half and half. I would say more so go to the light and find a a positive experience. But there is about 40% that I'm reaching out to that are expressing wanting some kind of help even to talk can you tell us about the electronic devices you use like your phone app and the spirit box that you use in your youtube videos sure sure yeah so um there there have been a number of people that have created different boxes and devices over the years you know the history of itc is rich it's not new um you know, you've got people like um, uh, Thomas Edison, you've got people like Nikola Tesla that were working on apparatuses and devices that were to to communicate with another dimension, whether that be, you know, alien or spirit. Um, those two men were working on contraptions. They were, they did devise that uh, stuff that, you know, that did work. Um, um, Frederick Jurgensen, one of the first guys to record EVP, um, you know, a Constantine Radovau, um, this man, you know, was, was working on ITC, instrumental transcommunication. That's what it is. So I'm a practicing psychic medium now. I'm using all of my intuitive abilities, but I'm using equipment also, especially to capture these responses. And it's just, it's just wonderful. Over the years, there have been a number of different people um, even, you know, Frank Sumption is someone who was one of the first to create um, the radio um, spirit box. And that's awesome. Um, I, I think whether you, you know, people agree with the person I'm going to bring up next or not, or they have problems with him, um, you know, and I, I, I really won't touch on his personality because there's 
plenty there, to, you know, to touch on. But as far as being an inventor, Steve Huff is someone that um, has created these different boxes um, that people like myself now have kind of taken his original idea and really kind of improved upon it dramatically and really found kind of the holes that he had um, in his contraptions and his inventions and kind of improved it. I've seen a number of other people doing that, but I'm one of them that have kind of taken what he's done and said, Hey, there's a, there's a better way to do this. And there's a, there's a really awesome way um, to, to, you know, take this to the next level. And that's kind of what I've done. Um, I've taken a number of inspirations from different spirit boxes um, and I've created something called the hope um, spirit box. And the hope spirit box is um, it's a free app um, that I've created where you can um, it kind of replicates a couple of different boxes in one. So you open the app, you can hit this little button down in the bottom. It's right little tab there and it will bring you to the box um and it's like my whole big box in a way with a number of other devices all in this little thing and it's really wonderful and the way that spirit speaks through a device such as this or a spirit box even a recorder even a regular voice recorder when they leave evp electronic voice phenomenon um, they're taking errant sound. They're taking sound that is either there in the contraption, in the device, um, and using that raw sound to form their own responses. People, they've got those spirit boxes, little PSB7s, and they'll turn them on. They're kind of noisy. And they're like, you know, they make that staticky sound and they skip the stations, you know. And those are different radio stations that it's skipping through at a fast rate. And you'll hear um, parts of the broadcast coming through very quick little dip, 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 bop, dip, you know, sounds of from the, and they're not full words. They're, they're, they're just parts of, um, of the words. And so traditional ghost hunters, the ones that go into abandoned buildings and have K2 meters and are really always talking about, there's always demons there. Those are those paranormal guys. They think, I believe a lot of them, and I've talked to them, you know, that they believe that the, the responses coming through the spirit box are words from the broadcast that the spirit is plucking out of the broadcast to use. So a radio station is saying the word, yes, I'm here. And, you know, let's just say someone on a radio station says, yes, I'm here. And I ask, hey, are you there? And somehow the spirit is able to take that phrase and pull it and put it in. That is not the case. I understand people think this is the, the uh, uh, you know, the case, but this is not the case. What they're doing is they're taking the bits and pieces of a broadcast and they're forming their own responses. Okay. Um, I have proven this. Um, I don't know about anyone else anymore. I can't speak to anyone else's work because there's a lot of malarkey on YouTube. There's a lot of bull crap that I could speak to that I, I really uh, it bothers me because of how much and how passionate, you know, of, you know, I am with this. So I have to be careful about what I say and that it's not hateful or, or, you know, attacking because it's just being truthful. But anyway, <clears throat> I have proven that spirit can take 
raw sound and form their own responses. The way that I've proven that, <clears throat> excuse me, is that I've taken a track of someone speaking and I have reversed it. I've slowed it down to about 70, 60%. <clears throat> and then I've chopped it up into small two second increments. And I've mixed it all around. So when you play that track, all you hear is pure gibberish. It is literal gibberish. This is called the Hope Voice Signature Method. It's something I created. And what we're doing here now is we're giving them a raw track to, to, to use of no words. That way we get no false positives. So I'm going to give that voice track of gibberish to the spirit and say, hey, and ask you a question, you use it, okay? And they will either use it, and if they do, then there's a phrase or a word that's formed from the gibberish. If not, then it's just, it's just nothing that comes through. And so people that have used my app, they've turned it on, they haven't focused, they don't read the instructions a lot of times, they kind of just, you know, I can figure it out. Like anything else, they'll just, you know, and it won't work for them right away. And they'll go, oh, this thing doesn't work. This is not working right. I'm just hearing a bunch of foreign language or gibberish. It's that they didn't, you know, watch the tutorial, check out the channel. You know, this is, this is a very, it's, it's, it's a simple way to use it, but it's not easy because it takes a little bit of time for you to focus and to have a connection with someone. It may take you a little bit of time to kind of decipher and discern what's being said. I can't always hear this in real time. The majority of what I'm hearing or the majority of what I get, um, I have to find when I go back and I listen. Um, I have to go back through and review. I make out about 10 to 15, maybe 20% in real time. And that's normally just enough to know that the person is there, they're using it, but that the majority of what they're saying is going to come through after I, you know, when I go back and listen, that's when I'll catch it. So let's just say we, we want to talk to um, <clears throat> a woman. Let's say we want to reach out to a woman, uh, maybe a spirit guide of mine that I know I have a woman spirit guide will say. So I will choose, let's see if I can do this. I'm always bad at doing this on, on camera. Um, so there's a bank, there's a, a, a drop down. I don't know if I can do this here. Hold on. Hold up my other hand, maybe. Okay, so you got to drop down for the banks, and when you and that will pop up a number of different voices. All of these voices are just gibberish. Okay, so you've got a mix of men and women. Okay, mix of men and women, man, woman. I'm going to choose a woman bank, and it will load that bank. And then we need reverb, we need echo in order for them to use the. <clears throat> Sorry, in order to use the responses uh, or in order to use the track, there has to be some kind of echo and reverb, waves, sound waves, deeper sound waves need to be created in order for them to manipulate. If they're too short of wave sound, you know, they can't use that. So you need a little bit more sound to for them to manipulate. Um, so that little tab, that little blue tab lets you know the reverb is on you know, leaving it at a hundred is fine. I like to go between like 85, 95 is pretty good. Um, and then you have an option to record because again, 
the majority of it's heard afterwards. So you want to record these things if you can. Um, I'm, I'm here. I, I can actually record right now. So I'll hit record. It's going to ask you to allow. Hello. Hello. I'm here with Jeff. We're just doing a quick little uh, test. Um, I want to see if anyone wants to use this right now. Wait. Wait. <laughs> okay. So that was good. That was good. I don't know if that, that sound it was one word, wait. Um, <clears throat> so maybe I'll give them another couple minutes or two to, to, to check it out. You know, you recorded just a bunch of just words in there. And, yes. and so it's just sound. And then you, and Here, they're, they're not pick, they're not picking words out. They're just using right. that noise to talk to you. Right. So I'm going to turn off the reverb for a second. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to open the gate. This is a noise gate. Okay. So we keep it quiet. The sound is really running behind the scenes constantly. We ask a question. We don't want the sound to run while we're talking because that would, you know, kind of cancel out what we're saying. And then we ask that question. And then it's in those couple seconds of me opening that gate that they get to use that phrase, uh, you know, that sound. So if I open the gate all the way and leave it open with no reverb on. So you're playing those words backwards? There's only really three ways for a spirit box to work. Mm. Okay. It's very simple. I'll make this very easy. You're either going to have to have a sound coming from a radio broadcast, multiple broadcasts, kind of skipping, or sound banks, kind of like what I've got, where mm -hmm. people can make apps, where they can load a sound bank with just random words. And then the idea is that the spirit's going to pluck a word from the sound bank and kind of whenever. The problem with that is you get a lot of false positives, mm -hmm. right? That means a word can come through and it's not the spirit using it. And that's kind of crappy because if you're asking a question and it may be important to you, and then you hear some random broadcast word come through or from the sound bank of this person's app that has forward speaking words, you might think that that's your spirit talking, your soul talking, and it's not. Mm. So now I've taken the same words of, you know, because you only get, you know, I mean, words are words, right? We need like you, you know, you like you. We need human speech for this to work. So we can't just use like phonetic sounds. I mean, you can a little bit like the, eh, ah, who, she, fuck, who, you know, like those kinds of sounds, but they don't form whole words. So I didn't want to use like the traditional spirit boxes are using all forward speaking speech. I wanted to remove the false positive. Even a guy like Steve Huff was using forward speaking speech. He's getting, he's getting false positives all the time. People are finding out where those false positives were. And he was making mistakes, just kind of being sloppy with his work as opposed to not faking it. I don't think he was faking anything, mm -hmm. but he was accused of faking time and time again, all the time, because he was allowing these false positives to come through. And then people were going back and they were finding where that clip came from, what broadcast or what interview that came from. And they go, you see, this guy is preloading. And I think he was just being sloppy. I don't think he was really faking it, but you know, whatever, that's for other people to decide. I'm not going to. So that's why I came up with this way. 
So that's all that is. That is chopped up pieces of a woman speaking, you know, reversed, slowed down and mm. chopped up into two second increments. They're manipulating their, that sound to talk to you. They're not correct. plucking words out of anywhere. Not plucking words. They okay. are, that is correct. That is all how right, all spirit boxes work, whether people understand it or not. That's what 10 years of my research doing sessions every day have shown. I've taken a voice track of me just saying one or two words, reversed it, chopped it up, and it's getting all kinds of sayings and phrases from when I'm asking. So they can use whatever errant sound there is. When I use this recorder, this is called the DR60, Panasonic DR60 recorder. Cheap recorder made in the 90s, $30. Very cheap. People complained that when they were using this, they were picking up human voices or sound of human voices other than their own. Panasonic said it was a faulty chip. They discontinued it. It's not a faulty chip. What they did was they created a device that created an internal hissing sound. It's all like a, you know, that little, when the volume goes up and you can hear that, you know, right. that's what's happening. And the transducer is picking up on that sound, but it's not giving off words. What it's doing is the same thing that my app is doing. It's giving an errant sound that the spirit is able to, to, to take and formulate their own response. It's got a VAS on it, voice activation system. That means that it will stop the sensitivity level set right. It will stop recording when there's no sound. But if the level is just perfect, then the spirit can activate it with their voice. Hmm. So I'm going to show you really quickly. I'll go back to the app in a second, but I just want to show you this because I use everything. I try to use still radio boxes. I use different boxes. I use my app alone, which my app alone is all you really need. And it's free. You can take that, take that into a location or whatever you want. If you focus, did a little brief meditation, a prayer beforehand, you would get results. I mean, if you recorded five responses, you'd probably get one or two for sure of them saying something like what they were, you know, wait, I'm here. Hello. You know, the, you know, the, uh, you know, the shorter we open the gate, it's easier for us to understand. If we open that thing for too long, you're just going to get constant sound. So you just want to kind of open it very slowly. But anyway, I'll go back to that. But let me just show you this for a second, because this is, again, working on the same concept. But there is no voice track in here. There's no, you know, reversed sound speech or any kind of banks or anything. This is just a regular voice recorder. And so what I'll show you is that, of course, there's always a guide with me, a helper. There's always someone with me. <clears throat> I don't always know who that is, but I trust in Jesus Christ. That's my personal guide. Jesus Christ is my man. Um, I call on and ask for help, and, and I get that support. I get that protection. Um, so I feel good. I feel good and, and protected. But I'm going to turn this on just to show you very briefly here. When you see that red light, there's a red light on here. And when that red light is blinking, that means the spirit is using it. If it's solid red, that means it's just recording. No one's using it. Okay. All right. I am on with Jeff. We're just doing a very brief little uh, record test. Does anyone want to say anything? Hello or hi or whatever.
Okay, hold on. It's getting stuck a little bit. Okay, that's all. Just wanted to ask a quick thing. No big deal. Thank you. I appreciate anyone that's helping me because, mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're just like right there ready to help, you know, and I just right. such a selfless deal. Sometimes it is. Okay. If this is, if this volume is turned up too high, it won't record, right? If it's turned down too low, it won't record, right? It gets stuck. And if it gets stuck, they're talking and sound getting put on top of sound. So you hear this, this loud sound. So that might happen real quick, but let's see, let's see what happens. When it's right, it's perfect. All right, I am on with Jeff. We're just doing a very brief little uh, record. Jeff, does anyone want to say anything, hello or hi or whatever? We can't understand what's being said. It just sounds like shifts in sound, but you can hear other than my voice, something was, was talking and there were shifts like talking. I'm going to ask just one more quick one. Hold on <clears throat> to whoever that was. I thank you um, for doing that. Thank you. I love you. I appreciate you. All right. Thank you. So you see the light blinking and it's going in a way that it's not a pattern. It's, it's going as if speaking, someone's speaking, right? Whoever that was, I thank you um, for doing that. Thank you. I love you. I appreciate you. Sounded like you heard I love or something. It was almost like repeating what I was saying. It was like, I love this or I love something. So that sounded really cool. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I need to say that. It's very important. I think people treat ghosts sometimes or like, like it's like there's some, it's like a Scooby-Doo episode or something, or like, it's like, you know, everything's a demon. Everything's going to, you know, I hear one guy now, he, you know, he's, he's been on doing this a long time and he talks so condescending to them. He's like, are you there? <laughs> I'm here. Can you hear me? And I'm going, why are you talking like that? If you were talking to me like that, I would go, why are you talking like, you know, I, what's going on? Talk to me like a normal person. It's all good. They, that's who these are. These are people. Um, so that's all. So let me see one more time with this. Let me see if this woman here, I'm going to actually just open it and close it again. If you leave it open for a long time without using it, it can kind of, you know, you want to make sure you're staying fresh with it. All right. <clears throat> I'll choose a man this time. I appreciate the woman saying wait before. That was very good. All right. Hello, hello. We're just going to do another quick test. Whoever was just using that with me just now, I want to thank you. I appreciate and love you very much. Sounded like he said, so what? <laughs> <laughs> so what? I don't know. It may not, that may have not been anything, but it's important. You can hear things in real time sometimes. And then when you're done, you can go to the recording tab and you'd have to find 
um, your recording. I have a lot of recordings in here, but you find your recording. What, what's today's date? The 28th? Yeah. Okay. So you can, you can click on it and then hit play. Wait, that was the wait one. Okay. Can you turn it up? It's I can I can't. Yeah, okay, I got you. Hold on, let me see. Yeah. I'm playing it from the speaker on my phone, so it's kind of like a different Hello, hello. We're just gonna do another quick test where it was just now. I wanna thank you. I appreciate and love you very much. Yeah, it's too low. The sound is too low. But you can play with the sound a little bit. But anyway, this is an amazing tool and it continues. I'm about to do an update on it and I'm about to improve some bug fixes and some other features, add some other banks to it. Um, I've had a couple people, you know, that don't understand. They go, oh, this is a scam. He's just reversed some human speech and he's got it. I'm going, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Every other spirit box has forward speaking speech in it. But that's not a scam. That that that's okay. I'm trying to remove the false positive, so we don't have words leaking through. So I've, I'm giving human speech still, just like those other boxes, but it's reversed. But yet I'm, you know, there's people that don't get it. It's like almost like they're hating and they just want to say something negative. But some people are going. I've debunked his app because I found that he has reverse speech in it. I'm going. I know. I'm telling you that. You didn't debunk anything. What it, you know, I'm, I'm showing you that's what it is and why it's like that. So it's a lot of misconceptions, a lot of people that don't understand. And when they don't understand, they think they, they've found something or like, you know, I don't know. It's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of ignorance and it sucks because I'm trying to break that down. I'm trying to, you know, in a kind way, break that down so that I'm not, you know, that we're trying to, you know, show people that no, we can, our loved ones are there. God is there. Angels are there. Guides are there. Are there negative energies ever there? And if so, do you say a prayer or anything before you use this to protect yourself? And should people do that? Absolutely. This is not for everyone to just jump into and start doing, you know, and that's why I say, you know, um, take a look at the channel, take a look at some of the stuff that I've done. I read, you know, I mean, I, I wrote a book and in there it talks about, how I started the pitfalls and things that I've, that I've encountered, what I do now, <clears throat> what I do now that's important. And that does protect me. That gives me that protection, those steps. Um, there are negative things. There are negative things. There are, there is, you know, demons out there. It's very rare that, um, you know, people that are unprotected that are, you know, that are negative, um, that are doing things that they shouldn't be doing per se, you know, maybe negative things that they're doing. Um, those, those people are opening themselves up to the potentiality of encountering something like that. Um, I think there's more negative a-holes that are on the other side, just like there is here. Mm. Okay. I think that's more an accurate depiction of what the other side is in the purgatory middle ground area. I think that you have a lot, just like you would have on Facebook, 
that if I post something, you're, you're going to get some positive, more positive support, more positive, you know, reaction, but you're going to get a couple that will laugh at you. You get a couple that will, I don't really think this is what this is, or they'll, you know, there's a, there's always a troll somewhere that's coming out. And that, why is that any different than the other side? Yeah. It's not, it's not different. So a guy that was negative in life was a troll in life. He was a bully in life. He's going to be the same way he's going to be on the other side. And he's going to pick on who he can. But when we have guides with us and we have a conscious contact with our higher power, you know, living the right way, that is protection also. I know that's not, you know, bad things happen to good people in this world. I understand that. But we are not of this world completely. That's not what, that's not the final reality. The karma system is. And karma is a very real thing. And so people that get away with something in this lifetime are not getting away with it in the ultimate reality. They're not the, you know, people that do good things that don't get noticed in this life, they are going to get noticed. They are going to get recognized when the time is right on the other side in heaven or, you know, in the astral realm, if they don't, you know, they, they were a great person, but they just had to deal with so much pain here. That's part of their soul's journey. Um, it's not a mistake. I understand people will say, well, how can kids die and how can there be sickness and how can there be this wars going on in Ukraine and there's innocent people that are dying? How can that be the case? And I would say to you that there is a greater reality. There is you know, an ultimate reality. There is stuff that makes sense to that. And it's got to do with karma. And we may not get the answers. We may not get the answers in this lifetime. And that's something that we need to understand. And that's where faith comes into play, that when we have faith in a higher power, we know this is not all there is. Now, you mentioned aliens earlier. Have you ever communicated with aliens with this app or your spirit box? Yes, I believe I have. I've captured also images um, of a couple of images of alien. Um, I do a couple of different spirit photography uh, techniques. I use water ITC. Um, I use um, the digital noise and the matrixing of, of certain um, cameras I can use that if it's set up right, um, wonderful faces have shown up, you know, in, in, in these images. Um, <clears throat> but I've had spirit talk about alien. I've heard spirit talk about ships. I've heard, um, them say something's here and it's an alien or it's not, it's not human. It's not spirit. Um, and I didn't get a bad feeling from it. Um, recently my teacher, Deborah and I, we reached out to the spirit of Marilyn Monroe. Um, she felt that Marilyn or some, she felt this need to ask for her. She felt some communication come to her psychically about, uh, Marilyn wanting to speak. So we asked for her and we captured a, some really powerful stuff. I mean, it's pretty remarkable. But when my teacher, Deborah was looking at it, she was feeling also in the background that there was some kind of alien presence, not with Marilyn, but it was kind of like looking in on our session. Um, she felt that very strongly. And she said, I can't deny that. Um, I've asked for Nikola Tesla. And when, when I have asked for Tesla, I've asked about like reptilian um, interference and all kinds of things. And we captured some stuff that was 
pretty uh, compelling. It was pretty compelling. Now on your YouTube channel, I've seen where it appears that you talk to a lot of celebrities and famous people in history. What are some of the most surprising conversations that you can share with us or surprising things that you have learned with some of these people? So that's a really good question. And I think it's just before I touch on that, I think it's important that I preface this. I say that um, I never anticipated on, you know, like I'm not a celebrity channel, even though a lot of the stuff I'm posting is with celebrities. Um, there's a lot of people out there doing those and they're actually faking them and they're doing all kinds of other, you know, it's for the views. It's for, you know, just to build their channel up. And I get that. So part of it is a little bit of both for me. It's like, um, I only did cemetery sessions and investigations and then other like real life, like cases of talking to people's loved ones that were not famous, you know? Um, but a lot of people were requesting to ask for certain people. And I wanted to do that for these people. They were asking. So I would do these sessions early on once a month or so on a celebrity. And, um, and I'm like, I'm only going to do this for these people because they're asking for it, but then I'm going to go back to my regular scheduled kind of stuff. What I found was that when I was asking for these celebrities, I was getting like above average communication. It was better than normal. And I'm like, well, that kind of pisses me off. Like, you know, I'm not trying to become this celebrity psychic, but at the same time, when I ask for these people, it's really amazing. Stronger at times than when I'm asking for regular people. Why is that? Could be that there's more people looking to, you know, to speak to them. So there's more energy there. They were also famous or they were celebrities. So they were very good communicators. A lot of times they're very well, they were, they were used to using equipment, whether it was camera equipment or audio equipment, they have a knack for communicating. So that was very interesting. And so I would say to people, I'm not, I want to keep asking for them, but so now it's like a lot of times I'm doing a regular session and someone will, will say a name, Bob Saget. They wanted, you know, he, he wanted to come through on his own. Kobe asked to come through on his own. How, why I'm a guy in South Florida. I didn't know Kobe Bryant. I didn't know Bob Saget. I didn't know Betty White. I didn't know any of these people. I'm in an office in a house on a residential street. How is that possible? Why would they talk to me? They knew people. There's other people on the side that passed that they knew that were famous, that they could help them or whatever. So there's all those very valid questions. So people are quick to go, this is bullshit. But I'm going, no, no, it's not. These are my real findings. I'm only going to show you what I'm getting. It's up to you. I can't prove that those are, that's Betty White, Bob Saget. And I can't prove that. There's no way to prove 100% that these are the people I'm reaching out to. So if anyone claims that I know for a fact I reached this person, you don't, you don't know that. Okay. So it's important to say that. Um, and I'm not just saying that to be politically correct or whatever. I'm saying that because I don't know, but the responses are very compelling and they're very indicative of what those people would be saying. So Kobe Bryant was very powerful. I, 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 I hold a very special place in my heart for that guy um, Anthony Bourdain was some of the best communication I've ever had. It's amazing. I asked for Robin Williams. I asked for Princess Di. 
When I asked for Princess Diana, it was all positive, all beautiful. It was like literally speaking to some kind of angel. That's the energy that I was feeling. And that's the responses. I just asked for Paul Walker and not so much. It was very different. It was almost like he was pissed off or he was upset about stuff. He was, he was pissed at the way things were, or that he, he described that there were wolves in his head. He felt like there were, that there were sneaky spirits around him at times. It was very strange. Um, I don't know if it's him, but I record these sessions. I put them out there for people. Um, I, I think I think probably some of the most powerful communication that I received to date that is like kind of put on a shelf as being like of its own in a way. Um, and I got attacked hard for it, but I don't care because it was some of the best and it was the most amazing. And I was able to prove that it was real um, was with Gabby Petito. And I say that because she's not a celebrity. She was just a person that, you know, the whole country was making the big thing about because of what was going on, the whole manhunt with Brian and all that stuff. And people were saying, you know, don't, you know, oh, you're just, you know, you're playing on it. And go, no, I asked for her before she was found. And I was told that her body was laying somewhere outside. That was correct. That was before she was found. That Brian did it and that he escaped. That was told, you know, prior to that being, being found. Um, she told us, or the responses that came through said that um, Brian was dead 30 days prior to him being found dead, mm. that she was hit in the head as well. In addition to being strangled, people heard her say, I was hit in the head. She said, I was hit in the head. He did it. He hit me in the head. And then the, the report came out about strangulation. So people at that point flooded to my channel, a few people, you know, and they went, this is fake. She was strangled. She wasn't hit in the head. And I said, just wait, hmm. just wait. It will come out. And what happened 40 days later, it came out that in addition to being strangled, the a coroner said that she was hit, a blunt force trauma to the head, you know? So there is five facts that came out from Gabby Petito prior to them being released by the authorities. Sorry. I mean, that, that's undeniable proof. When I asked for her to show herself in water using water ITC, she showed an image that was so amazing, probably one of the best images that I've ever captured to date. And it <laughs> it matches up to an already taken photo on the internet. Now I have the original photo on my phone. I have the metadata that is right there. It's the original photo from, um, you know, this, this photo. And um, I'm going to just show it to you really quickly. And I'm going to show the, let's see if I can find it here. Hold on. I'm just going to, you know, a lot of times the spirit will use a photo that's already been taken of them. I don't know how they do it. I have no idea how this is done, but they'll take an already taken photo of them and they will use it um, to show themselves on the other side. I'm trying to look for the photo. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it right in front of me here. Hold on. I have to have, yeah, I have to have it right here. Here we go. Okay. So, Um, okay. 
How do you show? There it is. Okay. So this is the photo uh, and you really can't see much of it right here, but I'm going to show it to you in a second. And then this is the metadata from it. Like it's just an original photo taken in my iPhone. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all it is. But here you can see. Hold on. Right here, you could see a face. That's terrible. It's a terrible way to show it to you like this. I probably should have shared my screen, but um, I'll show you this progression and see if maybe you can see it. It's my cat. Sorry. Yeah, I can see the face now. So the original is right here. And and I found an image. I had to, I had to reverse it. But when I reversed it, it matched up perfectly with her image. It's impossible. Okay. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's not, it's not even possible that, that something like that can happen. Anyone that wants to see that can see that on my channel or website, um, you know, a little bit easier, but anyway, that, that is, so things like that. And I've captured many photos like that of people's loved ones that were able to say, here's the photo. There's so many different ways to capture evidence and, and, you know, evidence of our loved ones of, of spirit on the other side. And it could be through regular EVP, no sound source created, just a regular voice recorder. It could be through digital photography, whether it be through water or even the matrixing. Um, you know, I've had these wonderful faces show up that I've been able to match up to, to photos that the love that people here on the, you know, people here, patrons of mine, members were able to provide after the fact not before no one's providing me a photo before it's always after I capture it. Right. And, and I, and I'm, I'm capturing these bright, beautiful balls of light that are coming down and stopping and then going this way. And they're going into my head and into my body. What does that mean? Why is that happening? Well, these are, these are crossed over souls that are, that I'm inviting to speak with me and I'm the conduit. I'm the piece of paranormal equipment and they're coming into me to communicate. And when I then I, I record them, and I use the box with them and they, they say what they want or they'll show themselves as a face sometimes. And then I'll say, thank you for coming. Thank you for, for showing up. And then you'll see the ball of light leave. And I'll ask for a new name and a new ball of light will show up and come in. And this is going on throughout the whole group session that I do every month. And I ask for almost 100 people. 100 people's loved ones I'll ask for over three nights, over six hours of recording, and I'll do that. And, and there are times that almost everyone gets responses, and it's just it's remarkable. So there's so many different um, things that we can do. That's what I'll be teaching in the master class on the April 11th. I'll be going through how to record, how, you know, how to get your conditions right, how to prepare yourself, how to prepare your equipment, how to review this stuff all of this is if you don't know how to review it or have the patience or the dedication to sit and review the footage then don't even record don't even record because you're you know you got souls on the other side using their energy to give to you and and to record and then you don't really properly vet the responses or go through them then that that's not that's not good all right joshua well i'm running out of time so I need to ask you uh, real quickly a few things. Like if people need to ask you questions, should they do that through your website or your YouTube channel or what? 
Yeah, I mean, the, the, the contact form on my website is good. I get inundated constantly with messages, so it's hard for me to get back to everyone. I'm trying to do what I can. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing on someone else to try and help me. Things are getting, you know, a little bit busier. But uh, hopeparanormal.com is, is, is my website. I do have um, a Patreon where you can join if you want to be a part. If you don't want to get like a private session, which, you know, I do offer through my website, private readings and sessions. Um, people for, you know, the cost of two cups of coffee for a month, you know, could join and add a question to their loved one if they wanted to ask their loved one a question once a month. Um, so patreon.com forward slash hope paranormal. And then of course the book is there. The app is, is, is on iOS and Android. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm on Facebook, I'm on TikTok. I'm on, I have, a, I, I try to be there so that, and I try to respond to everyone. I really do because I, I really want to help as many people as I can. You have a lot of stuff going on that you've talked about. Is there anything else that you haven't shared that you want us to know about? Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I think everything, you know, the channel's there, all of it's there. So many wonderful over 200 videos. Um, you know, Patreon is there. The, the app is there. The book is there. The class is, is starting April 11th and I have events that are coming. I, you know, physical events that I, I did last year, St. Augustine, and I'll have some more. So no, I think, I think we covered it pretty good, man. Okay. Well, before we finish up, can you leave us with one last positive message? I always tell people this. There is definitely a higher power. There's a loving, um, benevolent God. And it's for you to seek and find it and, and find him. And I, I, I tell people, keep seeking no matter what, no matter what, no matter what. Don't ever stop seeking. It's very important. That's it. Joshua, thank you for that message. And thank you again for being my guest today. I really appreciate you and I wish you the best. Thank you, Jeff. Same to you, sir. Thanks for watching the Jeff Mara podcast. I really appreciate you. Another way to show support is through YouTube memberships. And if you do, there are loyalty badges and other perks depending on your level of membership. All you need to do is click the join button underneath the video to find out more. Thank you for your support.